Hello, everyone, and welcome to another show of Fitness and Nutrition Ultimate Podcast, Fan Up for short. We are now on Instagram, for those that don't know, Fan Up Podcast with a little underscore in between the words. Today, I am joined by the lovely Lynn Wadsworth. Lynn, say hello to everybody. Hi, everyone. Now, Lynn, what do you do in the health and wellness field? Well, like many coaches, I do a lot of things, but boiled down, I really help women who are approaching or in that midlife stage, who are tired of seeing all of those changes on a daily basis, the, the weight gain, the belly bloat, the craziness of the mood swings, tiredness, fatigue. Uh, I help them to get back in balance and to continue on with that healthy lifestyle where they feel great and confident again. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. How long have you done this one? Eight and a half years. Eight and a half years. Now, for those of you who don't know, Lynn is not from America. <laughs> if you can't tell by her accent. Um, but Lynn, today we're going to talk about a bunch of different topics. Did you want to tell anybody, you know, mostly women in that menopausal midlife phase kind of just an overarching thing that like you know did you want to tell them any, anything specific before we jump in well specifically I always like to encourage women because I think that when they get into that 40s mid 40s 50s range they kind of begin to question themselves what's life about what's all this that's going on and happening to me. And I happen to firmly believe that life begins at 40. I think that we come into our own as women and I think guys too, but I think we come into our own and we can really use it as a time to build our confidence, to make some changes that we want to make changes to and to really enjoy our lives. So it's flipping the switch from seeing the negative to seeing the positive in it. You're making me excited to be 40, even though I have a, I have a lot <laughs> long of time way left. To go. I have a long way to go, but you're making me excited to be 40, even as a man. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, talking about narrowing it down, because you talked about you narrow, you, you know, kind of narrow it down to helping women in their midlife, 40s and 50s, through the menopause and all those stages. Walk me through what those stages kind of look like. Yes, yeah, so it's really interesting because most women just think, oh, this is menopause. I've hit menopause, that's it, I'm going through this. But actually, you first of all hit what we call perimenopause, and you can be in perimenopause for 18 years because that's the main place that we stay in. Um, that's when we get all of these symptoms, all of these changes in our bodies, um, and really menopause doesn't begin until a woman has stopped menstruating for at least 12 months. Then you're in menopause during that period. And then of course you go into post-menopause. Yay, you make it through. <laughs> so it's, it's really not quite what women think. We tend to just lump it all into menopause, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. And how is it different like lengths for different women? It is, and it starts at different ages. Um, so for some women, it can start as early as the late 
30s, although doctors don't like to prescribe to that theory. Um, but you, you know, a woman knows when she doesn't feel the same as she did, it may not start to show up yet. So for some women, it can be very, a very short term thing. Maybe they don't hit it until mid fifties. They're over it in a couple of years. They just breeze through for other women. It can be a very unpleasant symptom time of, of their life. Yeah. Yeah. Now I've, I've seen this a lot. I'm, I, I don't deal a lot with menopause with some people. It pops up. It does pop mm -hmm. up when it comes to weight loss and when it comes to being in shape and all that stuff. Um, but does it ever happen to you? I've seen this once or twice. Does it happen, ever happen to you where somebody's like, they don't know that they're in menopause? Yes, that can absolutely definitely happen. And unfortunately, Western doctors don't really know how to help other than by giving HRT, which is not what I would call an ideal scenario. But the only way you can really tell is to go to your doctor, have them do some blood work, but you have to be careful what time of the month you go. Um, especially for a woman, if they're getting to the time of menstruation, it's going to whack out their hormones. So yeah. you really have to be careful. And you then you find that a doctor will say, okay, well, you're hitting menopause. If you've got symptoms, here's some HRT for you. But there are ways that you can help this naturally just through healthy lifestyle changes. But there is a Dutch test. The best, the best hormone test is the Dutch test. And you can get that. You can actually look into it with holistic practitioners and they can get that to a lab or even a saliva test which you can do yourself mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay now what is the dutch test it goes into the different specific significant hormones to going to show you for sure what you low on what it's the most comprehensive and it's the most reliable and it's still a blood test but it's going to give you some good ideas on Am I low on progesterone, high, on, high in estrogen? Where's my testosterone level? Because yes, women have testosterone too. Um, and then you can take it from there, find a, a, a holistic person to help you through it if you don't want to go the whole HRT route. Um, and I do work with people who are on HRT Mm -hmm. um, but they used to prescribe to going on it for years, whereas now it can be for a very short period of time. Okay. Okay. And in terms of people you work with, who do you mostly, I know you, you probably mostly see women because men don't yes. go through, men don't go through this. <laughs> um, but what, you know, what are they looking to achieve when coming to you? A lot of them really just have a lot of problems with fatigue. Um, so energy is something that they're, they're looking for. They mm -hmm. want energy. They want to get rid of, of the excess weight. So my, my daughter's a prime example of this. Beautiful figure in my estimation. She's complaining all the time because she's got this stomach, which nobody but her can see. Um, 
And what they're complaining of is I'm doing the same things I've done to lose weight in the past. I'm going to the gym even more than I was, but the weight isn't budging. Yeah. So a lot of them come because of weight issues or some of them come because they just don't feel right during that period of time. A woman doesn't maybe even know how to say what she's feeling. She just knows she's not feeling right. So they may come to me and say, I need to lose weight. And that might be all I get until we start doing the digging and find out what's going on. Yeah. Okay. And as, you know, we talk about this and everything, how do you, how, what, what's your, what's your kind of, how do you work with people? You know, like. So I like to do things in very simple steps. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I really go into the whole holistic sphere with people and find out where they're at with, with their emotions, with their weight, with their sleep, uh, with their stress levels. As you know, holistically, we, we take in the whole body approach. And then we, I start asking questions, just like any other coach. You ask a lot of questions yeah. to find out what's really going on. And then I will take them through simple steps to make healthy habit life change things. Um, not a very good description. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I don't like to make it complicated. When I made changes in my life, it was an all or nothing thing for me because I was having migraines every day and I had to make some quick lifestyle changes to really help me. But yeah. for most people, I will teach them step by step. So we'll maybe this week and for women, it can be working on sleep issues, maybe getting those sleep habits where they need to be or maybe ba balancing out their stress levels because the hormones get so out of whack when our stress levels are up, uh -huh. which doesn't help this whole menopause thing. So it depends where their biggest need is at that time. I find that when we put all of these simple practices into play, they'll start noticing changes in their bodies. They'll start noticing the weight loss. And probably like, like you, I'm not big into let's do this huge diet thing. Um, not at all. It's all about eating healthy, that healthy lifestyle and teaching them how to eat the right way, which foods to get rid of which ones are going to help them because remembering that women are very low on energy it's really important for them to know which foods are going to nourish their body as opposed to what's going to make them feel even more sluggish yeah and that how how has your because you said you were kind of went all or nothing with it right I did how I did. has how has your all or nothing helped to be able to work with people now so my all or nothing produced some great results in my in my life um, so the big things for me were getting off processed foods and getting off sugar um, and then learning how to incorporate certain things in my lifestyle but I had to incorporate them all at once however since that time since my migraines have have become just normal Florida weather type migraines, then it's still that incorporation of a healthy lifestyle. And I may, and I have to tell you through the pandemic, I totally went off the wagon and I had to go back to putting in those healthy 
lifestyle pieces into yeah. my life again. So I know how to teach them the quick way to do it. And I know how to teach them to do the slow and steady part of it. It depends on the person. Some people want the all or nothing approach, but usually it sticks better if you're learning it bit by bit and it's becoming a habit for you. Yeah. So is that the one you, you would suggest is the bit by bit sustainable? Yes. Approach? Okay, good. Yes. Good. We're on the same page. Yes. We're on the same page. And I, I totally understand what you're saying about like some people need that all or nothing to kind of motivate, you know, feel that they're all in, you know? Um, and that's, it's, it's not always the most sustainable way, but it gets you started. And then you kind of learn, yeah. you kind of learn like, oh, let's add those little steps in along the way. Yeah. And of course, yeah. as you would know from fitness coaching, you don't put somebody on a one hour hiking spree when they start exercising. Yeah. So it's the same with any area of our life. We do it at the pace that you can manage for that time and then increase it. Exactly. Exactly. Now, you were saying, I totally forgot what you were saying earlier, but... <laughs> I had a question. I had a question all lined up. Um, talk, oh, talking about the pandemic and like how it's totally normal for you to have fallen off and then have to reintroduce yes. these things back in. I think that's something yes. that people don't understand a lot. Right. Is right. that like even us, we're not like the epitome of like perfect. Right. And so like when the pandemic happened, Kind of, kind of me walk, walk me through that right. process, like what happened and everything. So what happened to me was, now I don't, I don't mind, I didn't mind the lockdown portion from the perspective of I can eat how, however I want to eat, uh -huh. whether I'm going out to eat or not. I was still working a 30 hour a week job at the same time I was health coaching, but I was working at home. So it totally threw off my whole routine mm -hmm. so for me I am a planner I live by my routines and this is what I do so I was totally thrown off balance and I was still also dealing with the loss of my mom so my emotions were like all over the place and I went back into the binging chocolate routine in the evenings. Um, and it had to be, it has to be English chocolate, even though I have to order English chocolate because it doesn't taste the same as go to Publix and buy it, not the same thing. Yeah. So, uh, and of course, as you know, the more you do it, the more you want it, the more you crave it. And so it just became this vicious cycle that I found myself in before and and not being able to get off of that roller coaster I actually hired a coach for myself and my husband was like you know how to do this why why are you even have, having someone I have a coach too and ev literally everyone I know is like wait aren't you the coach yeah. like yeah it's crazy yeah, coaches need coaches I mean we we need for me accountability is a huge mm -hmm. part of it and that was what I needed to get me back on track again and I tell you I had gained I'm I'm a small now because I've been a yo-yo dieter for most of my life until I learned this lifestyle and so I was used to being up and down up and down but I'm only five foot two and I'm a very small boned person and my normal weight is between 
110, I got up to 140 something pounds. And I would look at myself doing lives or look at myself in the mirror and like, I, I just can't believe that I have let this happen to myself. And still I couldn't get off that vicious cycle. And as I say, you know, hiring a coach was what put me back because I, I knew I got to do it and I knew I couldn't do it on my own. And a lot of people just think they're being weak if they can't do it on their own. And I'm a very self-disciplined self-motivated person but I just as as we know as you and I know as coaches that sugar gets in the brain and it it's the same chemical reaction as being on a drug so yeah you know it was just hard to quit doing it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and so how did you kind of break out of that plateau or that down yeah so she had me actually do specific meal plans um now in in Florida and, and in many states, as a health coach, you can't necessarily do a meal plan. Um, what we do are like suggested meals, but she's she had the accreditation to be able to put me on meal plans. Now that didn't mean that I had to eat one, two, three, four all day, every day. I, mm-hmm. you know, there was a change in how I did it, but I'm a vegetarian, so getting in the protein was a, a a big struggle for me being on a diet so to speak yeah um, so a lot of what she did with me was balance out my proteins properly and make sure that that my whole nutritional sphere was where it needed to be and I tell you to begin with it was a struggle to lose the weight even though I was exercising I was doing what she was telling me And then just all of a sudden, about four weeks in, bam, it all just started hitting and and I just, it went back on down the scale again. So then what I have to be careful of, because I've been on the other end of the sphere and I've been anorexic, so then I have to be careful when I've lost too much weight, not to keep on going down and down and down. Um, so it was good to have a coach at that point too because she would rein me in so some of my thinking then was okay so last last night I had yogurt and I put in cacao powder and some almonds and I felt guilty over it and she was like well where's this guilt coming from there's nothing wrong with eating what you're eating so these are the ways coaches can help you because Our mindset plays such a huge role, whether we're too big, whether we're too small, whether we don't like the way that we look, it's really important to have somebody that can rein in that thought process. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had just a similar conversation with a client earlier today talking about, they were like, oh, I had, I don't even even know what they're eating, but they're like, I just, just felt so bad. I was like, it sounds pretty good. Like, it sounds pretty good. So I don't know how much, how much you don't want to eat it, but like, I would go eat it. But, um, and you work with the same coach this whole time? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I think, I think that's awesome. I think coaches do need coaches and it's kind of just, I think everyone needs a coach at some yes. point in their life. Yes. I agree. And it's just, now you said you've only done this for eight years. Yes. What did you do before that? Um, worked, worked in three of the most stressful um, professions, 
at the time. So I started off working in insurance, went into the medical field for a while, and then I went into, into the law, the area of law, um, where I worked most of my career. Didn't like it. <laughs> didn't, didn't make any bones about the fact I didn't like what I was doing, but I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew it wasn't that. So when my health started to decline and my migraines got so bad, then I started thinking, well, you know, I need to learn something about health and nutrition and something that I really get behind and help people with, because I'd done a lot of counseling throughout my life and I'm actually a, a certified minister so I can help people with the counseling perspective. And I love doing anything like that, just helping people and seeing their lives transform. So although I still worked and a lot of that was my loyalty to the people I'd worked with for so long and had kept on as long as I could until I was like, you know what, I, I just, I can't do this. And just took on this health coach mantra full time. I love that. I love that. Now, did you, did you coach yourself through the menopause phases? Yeah, my menopause was a little different. Um, I actually had a hysterectomy at age 39 and was totally oblivious to anything really to do with menopause. However, I still had my ovaries. So what I didn't realize that when I hit um, mid fifties, I was going to go through menopause just like everybody else. And at that time I was still so totally, <laughs> I hate to use this word. I was really kind of stupid or dumb, however you'd like to put it about what was going on in the whole health aspect of, I was not in tune with my own body very much not aware not aware not, we'll not use aware that, we'll that's use that it. term that's a great term I was not aware at all and went through that phase of life and I did take HRT because I just didn't know how to help myself any other way and then as I got more knowledgeable I started I got off that and started doing more natural solutions to it but found out so much of it is is tied up in how you live your lifestyle. And so what I now know, I really wish I had known when I was in my 30s. And I would most definitely not have had to put up with some of the stuff I put up with it with my own health. Yeah, yeah. The only reason I asked that is because like, I'm a, well, I'm a, I would say I'm a general fitness coach because I kind of, I'm not just weight loss. I'm not just muscle gain. I'm not just, you know, whatever, kind of more of a sustainable transformation specialist. Mm. That's the, that's the key of the, the, uh, the term I keep. That's what I, I like meant to that. say. Yeah. Um, but the reason I ask is because a lot of people come to me and they say, I want to lose weight. And they're, I'm like, awesome. And they're like, have you ever lost weight before? And I'm like, no, but I've tried to gain weight my whole life. And then they're, they turn the other way. And has that ever happened to you? Well, I've had it both ends of the spectrum. See, I've, I've tried to lose weight being a yo-yo dieter. Um, I've had to put on weight being anorexic. 
but I also have come to terms with this whole midlife thing that um, I've done a lot of studying on it. I've been through it myself and know what the symptoms are. Mm -hmm. And at the end of that perimenopause, which went on for years and years for me, then I'd already had my aha moment. So I've seen it from both ends of the spectrum, from the yeah. doing the meds to doing the natural methods. Yeah, so. So uh, I haven't had that problem with people. I've had people call me up with a whole lot of other problems, other, other issues, other yeah. issues. But um, yeah, that's that's not where I'm at. I I really prefer. I do work with men, and I've actually mm -hmm. some of my clients at the moment are men. Um, I just feel like I can get in with women into the nitty gritty of what's going on with them. Yeah, men men relate better to men and women relate yes. better to women most of the time. I will say after after a couple of people turned away, I actually did go through a weight loss journey myself. So so you know, kind of what you were saying, like things you went through, kind of helped you be be where you yes. are today. You yes. Know? Um, and I think that's awesome. I think that's amazing. And especially all those all those other jobs probably taught you like what you want what you want to do right <laughs> right what makes it has made me very good at the administrative part of my own business um you know i that it's taught me a lot in that way it's taught me a lot of things of what i like and what i don't like doing that's for sure yeah, yeah of course of course and then you came to finally find yourself as a holistic health coach yes and I, I, I love that term, but I also hate that term holistic because yes. some people, some people take it the other way. Um, and we talked about this too, is yeah. I've met like holistic health coaches that are like, oh, like herbs and spices and oils. That's not what you do. That is not what I do. That uh, mine is all about the whole person, the connection of mind, body, spirit, you know, total person. Um, not that I don't believe in herbs and spices because they've got yeah. a huge ton of benefits and essential oils. Because as you can see, I've got some back here myself. Oh, I have some. I have some oils yeah. too. Um, but no, that's you know, I'm in, in the health sphere of it, in the mind, body, soul connection portion yeah. of it. I like. I don't. That. I don't sell products. I I did get into the oils to maybe sell them. I am not a salesperson when it comes to products. So nobody ever need worry coming to me that I'm going to try and sell them on something because that's not who I am. I like that. I like that. I, I guess I could like, I never really thought about it, but I guess I, I'm kind of a holistic health coach because mind, body, spirit is kind of all we talk about too. And then I don't sell products either. So we're in the same book. Yeah. I, I have a yeah. very, I have a very strict, not strict, but a pretty strict um, mentality about products or cheat codes i call them I, I basically call it no cheat codes coaching if you're taking something every day that like makes you feel better but then you stop taking it it makes you feel awful it's probably a cheat code <laughs> so mm -hmm. so that's how i feel about products for those of you listening lynn i don't know how you feel about i love i love products i use them i use protein powders but i think that you don't need them Right. And I think that you have to be very careful of what you what you take. You know, a question I get a lot is about vitamins. Oh, yeah. Um, and 
of course, as coaches, we can't tell somebody to take a specific product, actually. Correct. So um, I can push them in the direction of something maybe I've tried because my own doctor prescribes vitamin D3 for me, even though I live in sunny Florida. And he also has me on B12 because I'm a, a basically a vegan. Um, I could but, never do that. No, well, I, <laughs> I, I just, and it's, it's not because I don't believe in the meats or the blah, blah, blah. I just don't happen to care for the taste of them. And yeah. so my body does so much better as a vegetarian. I did it for all of two months just to prove to people I could get 250 grams of protein as a vegetarian. <laughs> then uh, I needed, then yeah. I needed chicken and steak back. Yeah. Now my daughter's the same way. She went vegetarian for a while, but she did put chicken back in. But it's interesting because the school I went to took us through the, the whole thing of eating for your blood type. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying specifically that that's the way I would make people eat. It's not. It's just interesting to me that I'm a type A and the type A blood type are the ones that are more prone to be vegetarians. Whereas an O, it needs to be an omnivore. So I think I found it easier because it just doesn't matter to me not to eat it. Now, yeah. if you tried to make me eat it, I can, I can honestly tell you I would be in the bathroom throwing up. I believe it. I believe it. I, I, yeah. I mean, I've seen it. So, yeah. I mean teach their own i think i think vegetarian i think i could do it i don't think i could i don't think i could be vegan and you said you're almost vegan you're basically almost vegan, right? basically i will sometimes eat eggs um i i don't eat fish very much because i'm very picky about fish coming from england i like a good cold water fish from the atlantic ocean and it would have to be cod or um halibut something like that yeah and it's so hard to get a good quality of it here. Yeah, here you got mostly tilapia and salmon. Yeah, and I don't care for the taste of salmon. I think salmon can be very healthy for you. It, it would be one that I'd recommend to people, but I don't care for the taste of it. So if I go out to a restaurant, a fish restaurant, I always have them give me a good Atlantic card or else I'm not going to eat it there either. And I'll be I'll specify how I want it cooked, despite what they may have on the menu. Yeah, yeah. Now, this brings up an interesting question that I wanted to bring up earlier. Does nutrition through menopause change than just general nutrition? I think that some of the foods that we had eaten for years really don't serve our body any longer. And I think a lot of it nutritionally has to do a lot more with the portion controls that we find when we get to midlife that we really shouldn't be eating as much as we were when we were younger we don't need that much food compared yeah. to how we did um, nutritionally for me it's it would have stayed the same as i eat now because most of it would need to be something whole food based or a well-sourced meat um, or fish product because you want to eat something that's not going to interfere with the hormones in your body. So, for example, if you go to 
like a fish farm and buy fish raised fish that or if you think about the not well sourced meats that have been fed a lot of hormones that's going to interfere with your hormone production when you're in midlife a lot more than before so it's teaching people what what is best going to serve their yeah. body and it still comes back to learning to know your body learning to know how your body feels when you eat a specific food yeah and i will probably never know this because i'm a man are cravings bad during menopause they are um okay how do you how do you coach around that so i coach the same way i would do even if a woman or a guy was not in menopause and it's still really taking your mind off that you've always got to remember with cravings there can be a lack of something in your body some kind of mineral deficiency so i always tell people go to your doctor make sure you get a thorough chemical panel done and make sure that you ask them to check things that they normally wouldn't like magnesium they wouldn't normally just check for all mm-hmm. these kind of different things that can affect your cravings um, if everything checks out and you're not deficient in anything then you want to really um, think about if you're craving why are you craving still the same thing in regular coaching is yeah. there an emotional aspect are you stressed have you gone through something that's making you feel like that and then it's a case of trying to take your mind off it making sure that you're hydrating make sure that you're eating nutritionally dense foods uh, a fiber rich protein rich good carbohydrate rich um, and if you are craving something one of the best things I found is to either go take a walk or go out in nature, take off your shoes, get grounded well with nature. Um, it's sometimes as easy as taking your mind off it. Call a friend, it will take your mind off it. Because a lot of, you know, it starts in the mind, it starts in our head, and we have these conversations with ourselves. Yeah. I'm very well versed in that when it comes to eating my chocolate. Um, yeah. I've never heard the I've never heard the go outside and take off your shoes. That's it a good one. to ground you a bit more. Yeah. I've not, I've heard the take a walk, call a friend, take your mind off the type thing, but I've never heard the go outside and take off your shoes. I'm going to try that. Now, and last last question I have for you. Have you ever seen the opposite where people and maybe it's in menopause, maybe it's not, but they don't have cravings they're like i just don't eat i have not dealt with i dealt with a couple of clients that were that way okay and it's a whole different way of coaching and it's a whole different way to think um because a a western medicine's prescription for that so to speak, is eat whatever you want, whenever you want, because you need to get something in your body. This happened with my mom as she aged. The doctors told her, eat as much chocolate as you want, as often as you want, whenever you want it, eat as much as you want. But to me, it still comes down to the basic principles of being aware of what you're eating. There are foods that we can eat that can bulk us up. Or if you're not feeling a lot of times when I've coached people around this, I'll start them off with something simple like a smoothie because Mm -hmm. 
then it's more like a drink for them, but you can get a heck of a lot of nutrition in there. Yeah, I love that. I think what I see a lot is that, you know, the cravings and then the not craving at all has a lot to do with stress and hormones. Stress and hormones, yes. And also not really being aware of what's going on in your body because well, as yeah, you say, too. a lot of it is stress-related and people have not pieced it together in their mind that I'm so stressed out, it's making me not want to eat. Mm-hmm. And of course, the stress hormones in menopause are all over the place. And that's why it's so important to get some balance in your life. Well, and I would, I would, I would use the same tactics as somebody who's craving something. Usually it's usually not all the time, but usually it's like, I'm craving something because I'm stressed. So I want to eat something or hormones are imbalanced or whatever it is. It's in your mind. Right. I would say it's this almost the same. I don't know how you would say it's the almost same, the opposite where somebody's stressed. They have so much work to do. They have no time to eat. So kind of taking yes. a break from work to yes. be like, Hey, you know, calm down. Like, and then you all of a sudden realize, Oh my gosh, I'm hungry. Like, yeah, no, I have come across that a lot. And I've come across that in my women's group. And it's a question that they ask, they do ask me quite a bit as different people come in and you're absolutely right. It's still the same basic principles, but it's like from a reverse psychology type thing. And it usually is because people are eating at their desk or not eating at their desk. They're too busy at work. And the first thing I do is start making people set a reminder on their phone to at least take a five, 10, 15 minute break and make sure they're eating something during that time period. I love that. I love that. Awesome. Great. Well, Lynn, do you have any last, last remarks, last comments for everybody listening? No, my biggest tip would be is the earlier that you can learn to be in touch with your body and know what your body is telling you, the better it's going to serve you for the rest of your life. Because our, our goal should be not to be in menopause and then life's over like it was years ago, but to think that when you get to 50, you've got a good 50 years to go. So you need to learn to know your body so that it can treat you right for the rest of your life. I love it. I love it. That's a great last remark. For everybody listening, make sure you go check out Lynn. I'm going to put her her information in the show description. I'm going to put her socials in the show description. Show description. I'm going to put the new Instagram in the show description. And you guys stay tuned for when this episode drops and more episodes. And as always, keep sweating, keep smiling, and I'll see you guys soon. Bye.